Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Creators Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, Chloe, and I want you to know that my intention behind this podcast is and always will be to expand your heart and your mind and help you discover new ideas, thoughts, and ways of being. I hope that with each episode, you leave this space feeling inspired, filled with love, and ready to take action in creating a life that is worth living. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. everyone and welcome back to the podcast episode 12. I'm really excited to be recording this episode today. I know I've been a little bit lackadaisical in producing consistent weekly episodes, but I really want to make sure that everything that I'm sharing on this platform with the podcast is Um, really intentional and really valuable. So I don't want to just be putting out conversations and podcast episodes unless I really, really love it. Um, So recently I have been really intrigued about the concept of death and of life after death and kind of fears around death that other people have. And I've really been diving so much lately into religion and spirituality of all kinds and all different sorts of religion, not just one or the other. And um, also been weirdly given a lot of books and conversations that surround the idea of reincarnation and um, souls transforming into different things after death. And yeah, it's just something that I'm, I'm really passionate about learning and I'm really passionate about sharing and I'm really um, intrigued to hear other people's opinions as well. And so what really sparked me wanting to record this podcast is that I had put up a a question box on my Instagram story asking how many people had a fear of death and if so, what their fear around death was and why. So I just did this just out of curiosity. And then I ended up getting maybe 200 plus responses of people saying that they've always been really scared of death and kind of listing all these different reasons. And it was, it was really surprising to me for some reason, because I, for one, don't have any fear of death and I, I never really have, um, for what that reason is. I don't know, but we're going to talk about that a little more in the podcast. So that's going to be the main topic of this podcast. And my intention behind recording this episode is to hopefully, um, pacify some of your fears and to help you feel a little bit better about the concept and the idea of death and also helping expand your awareness around where that fear comes from. And then maybe some action steps and different exercises that you can do moving forward after listening to this podcast to help really, um, come to terms with that fear and help overcome it. Because I think that 
Um, if you are navigating life with a constant fear of death and fear of dying and fear of losing loved ones, that can really debilitate you in a lot of ways. So I really hope that this is helpful for all of you and an enjoyable listening and, and is enjoyable to listen to, despite the fact that it's a pretty <laughs> negative topic. If if you will. I don't think it is. I think it's actually beautiful. But I want to thank you all for engaging in this conversation and collectively expanding our awareness of existence and our understanding of death. So first, really quickly, I thought it would be interesting to talk about where our fear from death comes from. Um, And I think this is important. This is like step one in understanding where our fear of death comes from and kind of the conditioning that we've been taught over the course of our entire life, really. And if you, if you look at your life and the information that we're exposed to, especially we have such a heavy influence, our society has such a, such a heavy influence from movies and television shows, and that alone is enough to like instill a fear of death in us, right? Like if you think about all the scary movies and all the like drama and horror movies and um, action movies and war movies and even like romantic comedy movies, or not romantic, I guess it wouldn't be a comedy, but like romantic movies where um, the love of their life dies in a car accident or they, um, their children die or their dogs die, like everyone's dying. I feel like most movies have involved some sort of death or killing or murder. And the way that it's depicted in movies is oftentimes really scary and it, it leaves an impression on us, right? Like that's, for some of us who may have not undergone losing someone that we really love um, in our own personal lifetime. Just the only really exposure we do have to death is through movies, right? And through television shows and through um, what we pick up along the way. So that in itself, I think is helpful because it's like, okay, I have this fear of death, but for the most part, maybe a lot of my fears have come from just um, conditioning and like emotional attachment to movies and um, subconscious fears around it because of all the media and movies and television shows that I've been exposed to my entire life. And of course, in movies, it's always created to be a lot more dramatic and sad and impressionable and things like this. So for one, I think I just think that's helpful to acknowledge is that fear is programmed into our subconscious from day one, from the second we start watching these movies and being exposed to television shows and and stuff like that. And I think the first step is also to recognize that a lot of our fears are irrational and self-imposed due to external forces and to realize that we have 100% control over our opinions around death, you know? So... Before I get into more of this, just so you have an idea of what other people were saying so you can relate or also maybe be shocked by how many people said the exact same thing, um, I wanted to share just a few of the like common responses that I got when I asked people um, if they were scared of death and what those fears were. But before I do that, I just want to state that...
All of these things that you guys wrote in are completely valid and understandable, so I'm not downgrading these emotions in any way. Um, But I just want for the audience to gain an understanding of what we're talking about here. So a really common thing that a lot of you said was the idea of saying goodbye to loved ones or losing a loved one. And not so much the fear of your own death, but the fear of losing loved ones. So that was something that was obviously really common among people. And that, of course, is something we all share. Another one is not knowing what's next and the fear of the unknown, I guess. And then another one that was really popular was... Um, someone wrote, I don't want to die too soon. I have a fear of not achieving what I want in this life. That was something that a lot of people wrote. Um, yeah, another, another one. Um, I'm honestly probably scared of death because I feel like I haven't lived yet. Um, and another thing that, that people wrote that was really interesting, which I found surprising kind of, is that a lot of people said, um, I'm scared of dying because I don't want people to be sad that I've left them behind. Like they don't want their parents to be sad or their loved ones to be sad, etc. And then I think, and then a lot of people wrote that they're more curious than scared or fearful. Um, a lot of people said that they were scared because they, they don't know if they're just going to be sitting in darkness and not sure of what's on the other side, ceasing to exist, um, fear of going through pain before I die, um, because of the pain it leaves behind for the people I love. Yeah, so they're all pretty congruent. And yeah, it was just really interesting, I think. And um, the unpredictability of life, someone says, maybe your mom dies tomorrow in a car accident, that scares me. Uh, A lot of people said that they have a lot of fear, like daily fear and daily anxiety around this idea, which makes me really sad (laughs) that that's happening. So uh, just because it's it's never something that's really caused me any emotional pain or turmoil in my brain. So (sighs) I have so much to say around this, but first of all, I think that One thing that's really important and that's helped me a lot in the last six years of like really developing my thoughts and theories around things is the more that I learn and expand my awareness around the topic of death, the less fear I have about it and the more like good and okay and at peace I feel like I am with the idea of death. And we... Obviously, there are so many different religions that are put in practice in this world, and each of those religions have di- have different viewpoints of what happens after death, right? Like there's reincarnation, and there's heaven, and there's hell, and there's this, and there's that. And ultimately, I think something that's helped me a lot is 
expanding my awareness around religion and spirituality and learning about all these different viewpoints on death just for the sake of learning, not for the sake of creating judgment or choosing a side and just see if anything and anything resonates with you. Most people that fear death is because they have never fully developed their own understanding around what death is and what death means to them. And also it doesn't help that it's not something that's ever really talked about all the time. It's not really like a topic of conversation at the dinner table or around friends or in family. Um, for the most part, it's kind of a touchy, sad subject. And we just kind of ignore it, although it's like an inevitable fade for every single one of us. And that's just kind of the cycle of life, you know, like there's life and there's death, there's beginnings and there's endings in every single living organism on this planet. So I'm just going to share my perspective and then we'll go from there. I personally find peace in the concepts of reincarnation. And I have a pretty strange approach, I guess, to religion because I don't label myself one religion or the other. And um, whilst I grew up kind of Christian, I suppose, like my grandma went to church every Sunday and most Sundays I would go with her. And, um, and I have been exposed to the teachings of the Bible and, and that sort of religion and um, I was never forced to be a part of a specific religion by my parents, but I always was encouraged to, to develop my own beliefs. And so I really respect um, the Christian religion, and I resonate with a lot that's shared there. I think there's a lot of beautiful truths that are shared in the Bible. Um, but I also am so open-minded that over my the course of my adulthood, I've done a lot of diving deep into understanding Hinduism and Buddhism and all sorts of religions. And just kind of whenever I meet someone who practices a religion really strongly, I always ask them about their religion to tell me more, not to create um, an argument or anything. I just really enjoy hearing different viewpoints on different people's religions because I find it really fascinating. And I like also acknowledging the congruency between a lot of religions. So for me, as I've done this research and I've come to different conclusions about different things and I've heard all these different perspectives of religion and of death and heaven and hell and reincarnation, for me, the thing that resonates the most and that seems to make the most sense with me is reincarnation. And... The more I read about it, the more I resonate with it. And especially living in Bali, where everyone here is primarily Hindu, I really have learned so much from the Balinese people here and the amazing faith that they have in life after death. And I find it really beautiful and inspiring. And also, the more that I learn about the different laws of the universe and the more I learn about energy and thermodynamics and things like this, I find it that I find that energy cannot be created or destroyed, but it can transform from one form to another. And I believe that the human or this isn't a belief, this is science, but the human body is 99.9999% energy and 0.00001% matter. 
So with that in mind and with thermodynamics in mind and understanding that energy cannot be created or destroyed, I believe that when our human physical form dies, we have no choice but to transform into something different. And I believe that our physical body is just a vessel that carries and that houses our soul. And I have learned a lot about reincarnation and past life regression therapy and people remembering past lives and different um, children, like stories of children that can somehow recall insane events in history that they would have no other explanation of recalling if it wasn't for past lives and, and things like this. And it's all really fascinating to me. So for me, it doesn't scare me because there's so many beautiful possibilities that could happen after death of my physical body based upon the things that I've learned with reincarnation and also the belief that I have in angels and spirit guides and guardian angels or whatever you want to call it. I'm sure a lot of you have different opinions on this and different maybe experiences on this, but for me, I personally believe so much in in angels and like teams of light, like different groups of angels working alongside each human and helping guide them and support them and teach them, like bring forth different lessons and obstacles and miracles into their life to help them evolve as a person. And this is just my own personal belief. And I've had some pretty crazy stories of, of this. So yeah, for me, I also believe that it's one of those things where like, if you don't believe it's true, you're not going to see it, you know? I just wanted to quickly, yeah, share those few things on kind of where I'm at in terms of religion and my beliefs around reincarnation and also angels and two books that have really helped me recently become more in tune with this belief is this book called Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson, and she's a certified medium who helps people overcome um, their loss of their loved ones by channeling uh, messages from the other side, so directly from their spirit or their um, angelic presence, if you will. Um, whether you not, whether or not you believe in that is up to you, but the book really brought me to tears and gave me chills many times and made me craft such a beautiful faith in the other side and just um, really magnetized my belief in to to the other side. So that book is really amazing. And also the book, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. He's a psychologist that ends up getting in contact with this woman who is having a really large amount of fears and anxieties about around death and choking and drowning and all these crazy irrational fears. And they end up resorting to past life regression hypnotherapy. And it turns out that Catherine, this patient, is able to remember all these insane 
um, previous lifetimes. And yeah, that may seem really far-fetched to a lot of you, but I really suggest reading the book, whether you believe in reincarnation or not, because it's, it's pretty fascinating. So anyways, those are sort of the things that I've been exposed to as of lately and just kind of more and more developing my love for life rather than my fear of death because I have so much faith in um, transformation rather than death. And I don't think that death really exists. I think that we need to change that word or use a different word or transform our ideas around or our mentality around the word death and think of it in more of a positive light and think of it as more of a transformation and as a continuation of the soul or continuation of energy because that feels really good. In regards to moving topics a little bit or moving, shifting ideas a little bit, a lot of you, when I wrote the fear of death, you wrote your writing, the fears that you have around death have to do with the future, like loved ones dying in the future, if you'll have pain before death and yada, yada, yada. I think the first thing that comes to mind when I read these is, well, you're living too much in the future. I think for me, perhaps the reason why I don't have a fear of death is because I live in the eternal present moment. And when you live in the present moment, your anxieties of the past disappear and your fear of the future disappears. And when you live in the present moment, the idea of death is irrelevant because you're living for now, now, this moment, and this moment, and this moment, and this moment, and this moment. And it doesn't matter what's to come in the future. It doesn't matter whether or not you're going to have pain. Of course, you're going to lose loved one. That's an, ine- that's an inevitable fate that we all must come to acceptance about. If you're living in the present moment, it's you're so committed to living now that whatever happens outside of right now is irrelevant because it's just now, 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 now. And your will to live and to live in the present moment has to be greater than your fear of dying. You have to learn to savor every moment and just recognize the impermanence of life and then relish in the fact that you have right now to enjoy it and now and now and now and now and now and a lot of times if you ask someone what is the most important thing in your life right now most people would answer in tons of different ways like my family my job my career um, my health my bodily health surfing I don't know whatever your answer is you know However, the answer should always be that, that you're alive. <laughs> That's the most important thing in your life right now. But how much attention has gone into that? You know, just the sole fact that you're alive and how can I capitalize on, on being alive and making the most of every moment of right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. And I think that facing our own mortality can help us live a more whole, fulfilled life because 
we're choosing to accept the fact that death is an inevitable fate. However, that's not my fate right now in this moment. And so many of you also wrote in that you are scared of dying because you haven't lived, you haven't done everything that you wanted to do. You haven't fulfilled your passions. You haven't gone to this place or that place, haven't had kids yet, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> you know, like if you have such a fear of death and, and you, and you know that death is coming, then why are you sitting around? Like, what are you waiting for? You know, I think that's another reason that I, I don't have a, a fear of death is because I've lived such a beautiful life and I've, I've been so dedicated to living in the present moment and, and savoring every moment and being happy and, and passionate in every moment and not waiting for the next day or the next day or the next month to quit my job or the next year to go on vacation or um, the next week to tell that person I love them or whatever it is, you know, I'm always living in the now, like what can I do now, now, now to become, to become a better person, to become a happier person, to enhance my experience, to um, be more adventurous, to fulfill my passions, to check those things off my bucket list, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, it's like if, if you aren't making the most of your time now, what are you waiting for? I kind of talked a little bit about this in, in the episode I did two episodes ago. I titled it Two Years to Live. And if someone told you, you know, you have two years to live left, how would you be living life differently? And I think you should apply this mentality to every moment, whether you have two years to live or or 10 years to live or 20 years to live or 80 years to live, you know? I think so many of you also wrote the fear of the unknown, not knowing when the death is coming, but it's like, would you, what would you rather? You'd rather know like, Hey, just so you know, when you're 26 years old, you're going to die in a car accident. Would you rather know that? You know, I think the unknown is almost more beautiful than the known because that's like the mystery and, um, the magic, um, behind life. It's like a beautiful, um, mystery and also just surrendering to the unknown, accepting the unknown and, and relishing in that. And just, um, knowing like everything is so perfectly organized and synchronized in this world. And you can see this through nature that like, we're not separate from that. And that's like the most beautiful reminder of it all. Like, I think that nature is the perfect teacher for many things, but especially in death, like in, in nature, nothing's ever really dying. It's just like constantly transforming and reusing and refurbishing all the different materials. And as soon as one thing dies, it transforms into another or it serves another form of life. And something that I actually thought of the other day that I think is really, 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 really beautiful is using butterflies and caterpillars as a really um, great teacher and proof of miracles. <laughs> so if you think of metamorphosis, which by the way, no one really talks about how incredible this is on the daily, but Deepak Chopra in the book of secrets talks about the 
miracle that butterflies are and um, how it's one of the most spectacular transformations in the animal kingdom for um, a caterpillar to transform into a butterfly. Caterpillars' DNA and their cell structure is completely different from a butterfly. Um, so when they trans, when the caterpillar transforms from a caterpillar to a butterfly in the matter of just eight days in that chrysalis, it becomes from one distinct creature to a totally different distinct creature. And I think that butterflies are living proof that there's miracles that happen after death and that transformation is possible from one form to another. I don't know if that makes any sense, but to me, I think that it's really beautiful because when a, when a caterpillar, I mean, who knows? We don't know what the caterpillar is thinking, but do you think that a caterpillar, when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon and to a chrysalis after about two days, the entire body of the caterpillar turns into complete mush. Like if you were to cut open a chrysalis during that time, it's complete mush. So the caterpillar turns into this soup of cells and then completely transforms into another body. It creates a totally different, um, what would you call it? Can't think of the word, the proper word, but totally different body, then creates totally different legs, creates antennas, creates wings, creates this incredibly intricate pattern and beautiful, vibrant colors, all from the mush of a caterpillar. Like, it's, it's miraculous. It's amazing. It's this wondrous transformation that scientists still can't, like, totally figure out or pinpoint. It's like sending a, a bicycle into a shop and, and and a jet comes out, an airplane. It's like totally different uh, mode of transportation in terms of form. And yeah, I think for me, in thinking about butterflies and their transformation, it just is such a, a reminder of how miraculous this world really is. And, and we're not separate from that. And thinking that all of life, including butterflies, caterpillars, humans, is just one beautiful mystery, and death is a part of that beautiful mystery. And something else that so many of you said was that you're just scared for what's going to happen afterwards, and it's like, well, it won't matter because you'll be dead. <laughs> Or like you're scared of your loved ones being sad, but like that also won't matter because you'll be dead. Like you won't have to experience their sadness because you'll be dead. <laughs> and maybe that sounds really um, pessimistic or devastating to you. But for me, it's just, it kind of relieves some of the pain. It's like, well, wherever I'll be, I won't know the difference because this lifetime will be completely over and the loved ones that I have in this life like won't exist anymore. <laughs> I guess that's sad, but at the same time, it's not because it's just an inevitable part of life. So that's where you have to tune into acceptance and just accept like, okay, that's going to happen. And I'm not scared of it because it just is, it just is what it is. In every situation in life, that's like our biggest obstacle it, or like 
difficulty in life is learning to just accept what is. Whatever is happening, it just is. And with death, it's an inevitable fate that is going to happen to every single one of us. And that's just is. That is how life works. And like I said, I don't even really like the word death. I prefer the word transformation or a continuation of life from one form to another. And what form that is or what will happen after we leave this physical body, you know, we don't know. But who cares? It's irrelevant. It's, it has nothing to do with the present moment, you know? And that's what I think is the biggest underlying lesson in in this fear of death is to understand that nothing is more important than the present moment. And if you're, if you're constantly fearing death, you're constantly living in the future and you're not living in the now, and then you're not making the most of, of the beautiful miracles and blessings that are available to us in the present. So yeah, that's that. Oh, something I wanted to share as well in regards to you not fearing your own death, but fearing the death of loved ones. I think something that I've learned or that I was able to really recognize over the past few weeks in regards to losing loved ones is that I got a pretty, not a rude awakening isn't the word, but a pretty stark reminder of like the possibility of this happening Um, In terms of losing a loved one, a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, my dad was in a really, really bad car accident. And thankfully, it didn't end in death, but the vehicle fell on his arm and crushed his entire arm in like many different places and, and split and ripped open his entire arm and could have taken his arm off or could have caused so much nerve damage that he would have had to have it amputated anyways. And if the car would have flipped one more time, it probably would have snapped his neck and he could have died or been paralyzed forever. So thankfully, thank you God, that did not happen. But when I heard the news from my mom, the first thing that came into my head is like, I could have lost my dad today. And that made me so sad. Obviously it didn't happen, but it it caused me so much sadness. I was just like praying and, and thanking God and thanking all of my angels and the universe and everything. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for not taking his life away from me. And just even the thought of losing my dad just absolutely mortified me. But then at the same time, I had this like deep inner peace knowing that like if my dad would have passed away, of course I would have been absolutely devastated. And I don't even like entertaining that thought because it didn't happen and it's not relevant to now. But I would have been okay because in the 25 years that I have spent with my dad, they have been so incredible. And we have always had such an amazing relationship. And I'm so grateful for that. And I have never, although we've had maybe times of um, disagreement, especially as a teenager and different things like this, I've never 
held grudges over my dad and I've never um, held on to arguments and I've always forgiven him and I've always loved him and I've always acknowledged that he was the, his being the best dad that he could be. And I've always treated my, all of my loved ones with love and respect and, and savored every moment that I have with my parents and hug them a little longer each time I say goodbye to them. And I really do live so much in the present and in gratitude and appreciation when I'm with the people that I love, especially my parents, that I know that if I lost them, I wouldn't regret like, fuck, I wish I spent more time with them or I wish that I um, forgave them or I wish that I phoned my mom more and I wish that I went on that vacation with my dad when he asked me or I wish I wouldn't, I didn't argue with my dad so much, you know, like I wouldn't have all these regrets because I live so much in the present moment when I'm with my family and I cherish the time with them so much and I and I have such a beautiful relationship with them and that's something that I take a lot of pride in is like making sure that I, I don't have regrets or hatefulness or um, unresolved arguments with people. So use my lesson with almost losing my dad as as a wake up call for you and to say like, shit, like if I am so scared of, of losing my loved ones, do I have a a good relationship with them now? And can I create a better relationship with them now and in the future? So that if God forbid something were to happen to them, I wouldn't live with this like cloud of regret over me, you know, and, and cloud of sadness. I, I think maybe not everyone can come to this, this terms, but if I would have, lost my dad or any one of my loved ones right now, I would feel so at peace just knowing that I have nothing but really beautiful memories with them and really beautiful, um, thoughts about them and, and vice versa, you know, like it, it, it makes me feel so much more at peace knowing like, fuck, like I really did love that person with all of my heart and I showed them nothing but love. And I savored every single moment with that person. And and that feels good. You know, like at least I have that with me. At least I don't have regret of not calling them back or not ever texting them back or yelling at them every time I see them or creating all this unnecessary drama and turmoil between, between us. So yeah, that's another thing. I feel like I'm kind of going all over the place, but these are just the things that are coming to me in the moment. Um, So yeah, and also I think when it comes to having a fear of of losing this loved one or whatever, knowing that the last person who would want you to be mourning for so long is the person you're mourning over and tuning more into, like I said, like love and gratitude for the moments that you did have with them and the memories and all of that. I have lost many loved ones in my life, and of course there is the moments of sadness, but I I always just feel so much gratitude that I ever had them in my life in the first place, and that I created s- such an inseparable, beautiful bond with them, and whether they're here in physical form or just here in my mind and in my memories, I'm just happy to have that memory, you know, and happy to have happy that I ever had their influence in my life, um, such as my grandma and and different people that have really made a huge impact on my heart. So yeah. And then another thing that I find really, I, I read this quote or I can't remember who I read it from some like Hindu guru guy 
but he said, cause someone mentioned that same fear of, um, people being sad that you have a fear of like leaving people behind and like people being sad, but it's like, why would you mourn over your own death when it hasn't even happened yet? You know, he said something like, when was the last time you were a sad, when was the last time you were sad for a long period of time about something that didn't happen yet? It's like saying, oh, I'm so sad. I'm, I fell down the stairs. And someone was like, well, you never fell down the stairs. And they're like, I know, but I'm sad anyways. <laughs> um, I liked that example. So yeah, just, and, but that goes back to being so caught up in the future and not living in the present. Like if you're living in the present, there's no room for fear of death. There's no room for fear of mortality. You're just happy now, 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 now. What can I do to improve my experience now? So I'm going to try and wrap this up because I don't want to ramble on and on, but maybe I can conclude a few things for you to help give you some action steps and how to move forward. If you are one of these people that do have a really large fear of death, um, number one, like we talked about is spending more time learning about different religions and all different viewpoints of death just for the sake of learning about them. Like I said, like do not um, create judgment or not to associate with one or the other. It's just for the idea of expansion and expanding your awareness on existence and also death and seeing like maybe, just maybe, some of these religions have curated a really beautiful belief around death and around life after death or what have you that you really resonate with. And, and you maybe have like an aha moment because when I was growing up as a child, growing up in like a Christian family and going to church and stuff, as much as I loved, um, the different teachings in the Bible, I never really specifically resonated or felt a resonance at all with the idea of like heaven and hell. It just didn't have logic to me in my head. And then I think maybe when I was around like 12 or 13, somehow the idea of reincarnation and like um, different ideologies within Hinduism and Buddhism came around and I was like, oh, wow, like I, I really resonate with this. And I also really resonate with, um, its congruency in science and in, um, understanding thermodynamics and energy and the laws of the universe and, um, stuff like that. So yeah, anyways, doing your best to research and gain more of an understanding and grasp more of the concepts that are involved with each religion and kind of see like what resonates with you if you aren't a person who's always been super spiritual or if you aren't a person who's attached to one religion or even if you are attached to one religion just for the sake of being um, in having an open perspective and having an open mind and just be willing to explore, um, for the sake of expanding your awareness. And, um, also another thing that's really important that you can do and take away as an exercise is to write down all of your fears of death, just as you did share with me and, and ask yourself, like really be honest with yourself, like where has this fear of death came from? You know, like is, this something from a movie? Is this something from a childhood? Do I have a fear of death because I've experienced something really dramatic and sad? I know that some people have had absolutely terrifying experiences maybe in um, being a part of a shooting or watching your 
I don't know, God forbid, like your, your mother taking her life or something like this. I've heard some crazy stories. So if that's you, then of course, maybe you want to look into doing some sort of therapy or I don't know, hypnotherapy or past life regression therapy or something, um, outside yourself to help you. But at the end of the day, you have to if this fear of death and anxiety around death and sadness around death really is debilitating you to live a happy life and is causing you so much anxiety and fear, it's something that's worth diving into in order to pacify those fears and overcome them so that you can live more fully in the present moment and you can find happiness and joy in living now and not being so worried about um, the fear for later. So examining what beliefs you do have, like whether it's writing them down, et cetera, and just kind of recognizing those fears, recognizing that they are most of the times like irrational and self-opposed due to external forces and how to help um, alleviate some of those beliefs by shining a light on them and kind of working through them on your own. Um, The third thing is reading some books also on different topics. I can offer some suggestions in the show notes, the many lives, many masters book, the signs book. I also think a a book that's really, really helped me a lot and been a catalyst for my growth and understanding of death is the, um, power of now by Eckhart Tolle. And reading that to just understand the import, the importance of the present moment and present moment awareness and, and things like this. And you can also spend more time observing nature and spending more time outdoors and recognizing the transformation and shifts and continuations that are constantly happening in nature and and using things like caterpillars and butterfly transformation as, as living proof that these, mir- these sort of miracles and transformations are possible. And the last thing I think that can be really helpful for you is making it a priority in your life to enhance and develop and improve all of your relationships in your life with your loved ones so that when that time does come, which it will, that people that you love leave this lifetime, you can feel so good knowing that every moment that you did spend with that person was really cherished and really loved and was a really beautiful memory so that you don't have any feelings of regret or feelings of sadness for the way that you may have behaved or what have you. And this is an important reminder and it was for me and it should be for many just to always be so loving and be so compassionate and be so forgiving to our parents and our loved ones and our brothers and our sisters and our aunts and our uncles and our close friends and our grandparents and and stuff so that if we do ever lose them unexpectedly, um, we just still feel so good about the life that we got to share with them and the memories that we share with them. So yeah, I think I will leave it at that. And I would love to know, um, 
your comments and your feedback on this topic and on this podcast, or if you have any other incredible books surrounding the topic of death or any people who you really admire their opinion around this, I would love to hear about it. If you want to share it with me on Instagram or share it yourself on Instagram and share this episode. And yeah, I hope this was helpful and made you feel a little bit better, feel like you now have a place to start in terms of overcoming this fear. And as always, I'm always happy to have a chat about this on Instagram or in emails and hear more of your perspectives and anything I can add to this is always good to know. So thank you so much for listening. As always, I hope you appreciated this perspective and I look forward to hearing how you overcome these fears in the future. Um, Talk to you next week, hopefully. And thank you again. That concludes this episode for today. I acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to expand your level of awareness with me. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, I encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, if you choose to share it on your Instagram story, feel free to tag me at infinite.creators and let me know what you loved about it. If you wrote a review, don't forget to screenshot it and email it to me so I can send you a free copy of my cookbook or my dream life workbook. Thank you again so much for listening. Your support means the world to me, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.